This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. He's the CEO of Public SQ. It is uh, Michael Seifert. Michael, how are you? Good to see you. I'm fantastic, Joe. Good to see you, too. You are fantastic. I agree with you. Listen, last time we spoke, I believe it was two days before Public SQ was going public uh, on the stock market. And that was a big day, a huge day. You rang the bell. The whole thing was great. And and hopefully this means an incredible future uh, for, for the, the, the company, the website, and for this alternative uh, economy that you are leading. The question I get all the time, though, and you've heard this before, is, yeah, but now, you know, corporate interests can buy out all the stock. They can make all the decisions. You know, see if it's great, but he's not going to have the control he thinks he has. You have a fail-safe in there, don't you? We do indeed. Yeah, I actually like this question, and I don't blame folks for asking it. In fact, just so everyone's very aware, you know, we had taken investor capital before we ever went public on the private markets, obviously, and we uh, assembled an incredible group of investors that were all very values aligned. They're totally with us on our mission. And honestly, the common sentiment I would get often from those investors was, hey, the mission is as important, if not honestly, far more important than the return on capital. We want the right. return on impact. The capital is just a cherry on top. So when we were prospecting going public, our network of investors said, hey, we're going to back that transaction. We'll back this deal, but only if you can ensure that you get to maintain mission control, that the mission cannot be compromised, that you cannot leave room for activist investors to hijack the purpose of this company. I'm obviously very vocal about our mission. We are unashamedly pro-life, pro-family, pro-freedom. You can see our values and those values do not change. So what we did when we went public is actually building a component into the transaction such that I would maintain a majority voting control in perpetuity. So even though I right. do not own financially a majority of the company, even if somebody came in and bought 90% of the company, they still don't have a voting majority. I do. And, that, that, uh, that, we, that's the question. I love that because yep. the, the name they throw around is Jeff Bezos. If he wanted to buy you out, he can control anything you do. And you've got a provision that says he couldn't do that. That's exactly right. He couldn't call shareholder meetings. He couldn't elect board members. He couldn't do any of that. You know, traditionally, folks are rightfully concerned. I am, too, about the Black Rocks and the Vanguards and State Streets and these asset managers that come into these companies. They hijack the mission because they buy up such a shareholder base that they're able to call shareholder votes, elect 
basically unilateral authority, board members to the board that then do their bidding at the corporate governance level. That cannot happen here. Our board, ideologically aligned, mission driven. They are fighters and they are as uh, red pilled and freedom pilled as it gets. We are recognizing that we're up against some behemoths in this space. Uh, But I would encourage folks, go check out my Twitter. Go check out how we talk. Go check out our message from the very beginning and recognize that those principles, what we say, we are actually putting into practice, not just on Main Street, but also on Wall Street. It's a unique deal, and it's pretty exciting. It is. It's uh, Michael Seifert, the CEO of Public SQ, the Everyday Life co-founder. Yeah, go follow him on Twitter. I believe it's just at Michael Seifert, is it not? Uh, real Michael Seif, so R E A L Michael, and then S E I F. Yep. Am I pronouncing your last name wrong, Michael? Uh, you know, I take Seifert or Seifert. <laughs> I won't critique you too much. We'll yeah. go with Seifert. Mine's Pagliarulo. Try not to say that, okay? It's Pags <laughs> to make it easy. Michael Seifert. Sorry about that. CEO Public SQ. I do work with Michael and with Public SQ. So uh, go to my link tree and just click on Public SQ and go sign up and download the app. Um, Abortion is, is such a hot topic right now. I, I think it's a very easy topic, to be honest with you. Either you believe in letting the baby be born or you believe in killing the baby. It's kind of simple to me. It's simple to you as well. They're trying to make it more political than that. It really shouldn't be. But there's actually something that's going on in, in Seattle. There's some app that is uh, helping teens find housing to go and get, a, get an abortion out of state. What is this? Yeah, you know, it's disheartening anytime you see technology utilized for the purposes of evil. And that's exactly what's happened here. There uh, is a network of young women, uh, honestly, girls, they're 14 and 12 years old that have entered a STEM competition, which is science, technology, engineering and mathematics, in order to create a piece of technology that they believe they could use for the greater good. They were incentivized to participate in this project uh, with financial reward potential. They ended up winning this competition and the product they brought to market, an an app that shows women where they can go find abortions. So essentially a Yelp or TripAdvisor or Google Maps specifically for how you can travel across state lines if you live in a state where abortion is restricted in order to get an abortion. You can do it secretly. These young girls with so much promise and future ahead of them and clearly a lot of intelligence were unfortunately co-opted as political pawns by a group of irresponsible, indoctrinating adults. And in the process, they utilized their God-given talents to create a very dark and unfortunate platform that will cause far more harm than good. It's well, really what, what, sad what happened out of Seattle. No, extremely sad. I'm glad that you brought it to the fore. But, but here's the question. I'm the father of five daughters. I've got three sisters and a mother. I've got a wife. You know, I adore women and girls. Why is it that the women and girls are so easily, maybe it's not easy, but they're convinced that they don't matter. Boys can be girls. Men can be women. Every women's sport is now dominated by a man who's pretending to be a woman. We want to push them not to have babies, push them not to be with strong men, push them not to love the nuclear family and reward them for making an abortion app. Michael, how are we here and how can we undo it? Well, honestly, I I paint... um all of this, maybe with too broad of a brush, but it is, I think, far simpler than we might realize. Uh, My wife, take my wife, for example, she's more of an amicable person than I am. She likes to make sure that she's operating in such a way that's compassionate. Maybe, honestly, at times I'm not compassionate enough, (laughs) uh, but but I think it's something that uh, is really beautiful that God has created in women broadly, that they have a desire to live in such a way that's virtuous and compassionate. They don't want to tell people what to do too much in the sense of like guiding and directing life. They don't want to be seen as bullies or as hateful or as oppressive. So here's where this becomes really dangerous. When you have the adults in society that are weaponizing those virtues in order to take advantage of people when they're vulnerable, it creates a very dangerous environment. Because if you try to tell me something 
and you try to say, well, Michael, you have to do this or else you're not really compassionate. I'll test that argument. I'll say, excuse me, how, how dare you? How dare you criticize in that fashion? I'm actually very compassionate on these things. Whereas a lot of women and a lot of young girls, if they're told, hey, this is what compassion looks like. It looks like you being able to kill your baby in the name of women's health care. Hey, this is what compassion and virtue looks like. It looks like opening the borders. Hey, this is what compassion looks like. It looks like letting boys be girls and girls be boys. You have a lot of young women that say, well, gosh, I don't want to be seen as hateful. I don't want to be seen as bigoted. I don't want to be seen as like I have a lack of compassion. And so they go along to get along. And that that honestly is why if you look at election data, take the midterms, for example, in 2022, Joe, uh, married men swung for Republicans, married women swung for Republicans, single men swung for Republicans. There was one demographic that voted by a margin of plus 38 for Democrats. Wow. They swung the midterms and that was single young women. So you look who's Crazy. voting progressive, you look who's pushing this. It is single young women that are impressionable, they're vulnerable, and they have people trying to indoctrinate them in order to act as political pawns. It's really sickening. It's so well said, though. It's Michael Seifert. He is the CEO of Public SQ. Uh, Every, Every Life co-founder. We'll get into that in a second. But so smart what you just said because code words are being used. Code words like compassion, humane. Is it humane immigration? Uh, they're using words like uh, uh, you don't want to be a bigot, right? You, you want to use women's health care properly, don't you? And, and I think that we have to keep our voices loud and completely dispel the lies that are out there. They're lying. The left knows they're lying. But you're right. If, if you keep a woman unmarried, if you keep a woman, uh, you know, not not interested in strong men, if you keep a woman uh, less independent and more more malleable to anything you tell her, then you're going to have her vote for you forever. I, I think that what you just said is very, very prescient. Uh, it is uh, uh, Public SQ. Go to publicsq.com. Download the app. Go to my link tree, uh, linktree.com slash Joe Pags, and click on Public SQ. I want to bring up shaving, which you obviously don't as much as I do. But um, I want to bring up shaving because Harry's Razors, Gillette, Braun now have all said, yeah. screw the consumer. And I don't understand what this is about. You've got to take a woman who has uh, been completely mutilated, had her breast removed, and is taking hormones to grow some facial hair. And you have to use her to sell razors to me. Thank God. For Public SQ, I'm guessing I can go there and get any razor I want and not worry about these these woke organizations that just don't seem to understand they're signing their own death warrant, uh, you know, as far as a business is concerned. Well, that's exactly right. They are signing their own death warrant, and yet they continue to do this to prioritize high ESG scores. They do it so they can appear virtuous. It's the same cycle over and over and over again. The actions we're seeing out of the bronze of the world and out of the Harry's razors of the world were the same actions underpitted in the same sort of corrupt principles that you see out of Bud Lights or out of yes. Target or out of Ben and Jerry's. It's the same story repeatedly. And it's our responsibility at Public Square, publicsq.com, to continue to provide alternatives to those entities so that you do not have to spend your money with a company that is refusing the basic tenets of biology, basic truth. Instead, you can spend your money with companies that will provide you incredibly quality products without all the political pandering and messaging. It is wonderful to experience. We have lots of razor alternatives. One thing I'll say too, Joe, is that uh, you know that the woke mind virus has become so far gone when you have a razor company that's supposed to target men, men, 50% of the population, and instead go and target less than a third of a percent of the population with all of their marketing efforts. It, it's so backwards. I was a marketing director. That's my background. And you were always taught in marketing, 
know your audience and make sure you know how to speak to them and on what channels. It's basic marketing 101. This would be like me saying, you know what? I'm going to go start a, uh, a women's facial care uh, line. And in order to really see success, I'm going to go get a bearded man and just make sure that he's lathering on this this makeup. It does not make any sense. It would, and, it would uh, be like it would be like me hiring somebody in the far left, uh, Hillary Clinton, to promote my show. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But let me ask you this. And I think that you probably have the answer. He's the CEO of Public, uh, Public Square, publicsq.com, Michael Seifert. Uh, Michael, um, when you say ESG... Is whatever the crediting that goes along with that or the accreditation that goes along with that or whatever the WEF says, or the globalists say, is that more profitable for a business than me buying their razor? It has to be or else why are you doing it? What does ESG give them? So just as a refresher for any folks that maybe aren't aware, ESG stands for Environmental, Social and Governance. It's essentially an investment philosophy that guides many of the corrupted institutions on Wall Street. And uh, they rate your company based upon your ability to be progressive in the areas of environmental justice and action, social and governance, meaning who runs your company? Is it diverse enough? Do you have enough right. genders? Do you have enough skin colors? So what will happen is a company will act progressive and they'll be given a high ESG score, which will open doors for them to unlock further financial favor, meaning – there are a lot of banks or financial institutions that will give favorable loans to companies with high ESG scores. There are entire networks of investors that will not invest in your company unless your ESG score hits a certain metric. So what's happening here is that you're seeing a lot of businesses say, yeah, you know what? Our customers be damned. We're going to go actually just prioritize the financial institutions with a high ESG score so that we can receive uh, invites to the parties in D.C. and New York and further financial favor from Jamie Diamond and all the folks on Wall Street. But that isn't why you that isn't why you invented your razor, Harry. That isn't why, you know, you opened your pizza place, Joe. I don't care to go to these parties. Are they literally giving them money? Are they making up for the profits they're losing by being so completely woke? No, they're not. And what's wild, Joe, what's wild is that uh, the the playing with the snake over the years of ESG uh, is now leading to a lot of bites. And here's what I mean. Target in May announced that they were doing this pride campaign and they were selling tucking underwear to kids and total perversion. It was gross. And uh, uh, the CEO should be in prison. Um, uh, he still has a nice cushy salary making 17 million a year. Crazy. But the parents that used to go to Target revolted. They boycotted Target, rightfully so. And Target's market cap dropped by $6 billion. Their stock was downgraded twice by JP Morgan Chase. So here's what happened. The same financial institutions that used to reward and speak highly of and cast favor upon Target for a very progressive set of actions leading to a high ESG score. Now that that ESG score led to a decrease in profits and a negativity amongst investor sentiment and their first quarterly earnings miss in six years, J.P. Morgan Chase, that same financial institution, has now downgraded their stock twice. So it is very interesting that if you it's play so with stupid. fire, you can't be surprised when you're going to get burned. But but how do these smart people who run these companies not see that coming? How do they not see, of course, they're going to uh, you know divest or lower their rating if they don't have the same profits? Why would you give up your profits to have a good score on something that's going to end up screwing you in the end? It, it, it does, Michael, I don't understand because I used to be a simple pizza maker. And if I sold a bunch of pizzas today, I'd have a couple of bucks in my wallet. If I didn't sell enough pizza, I'd have to make them better so I could sell some more tomorrow. I never worried about anything else. Why have we forgotten the the... the the consumer, and more importantly, the product or service that we're offering them. 
So back in the 70s and 80s, our country moved from shareholder capitalism, which is where a company was purely in the business of providing value to their shareholders and to their customers. That was it. You wanted to just make sure you were providing quality experience and a value in your products to consumers and your shareholders. We moved from that, which was pretty wholesome and what the economy should be, to stakeholder capitalism. Stakeholder right. capitalism is where it's not enough to provide value. It's not enough to sell those pizzas. You also have to factor in external stakeholders like the climate or marginalized communities wow. or carbon credits. Stakeholder capitalism took over and it swayed the economy from providing value to actually enforcing a set of values in order to receive financial favor. It's corrupt. It's a mess. And it will lead to more once great American companies ultimately flush down the toilet. Michael Seifert, he is the CEO of Public SQ, Every Life co-founder. Everylife.com is one of the websites. PublicSQ.com is the other one. Well, fill us in on Every Life again. This is, was this the diaper brand and the baby goods brand? Yes, we are the nation's only, believe it or not, pro-life, pro-family diaper company. How is that you know possible? Because if you're not pro-life, you don't have to sell diapers to anybody. You know, it's the <laughs> same. Uh, it, it, the, how this is possible is... The same way that a men's razor company marketing to 0.3% the transgender population is possible. I mean, what we found last year is that every single major diaper brand in the United States, Huggies, Pampers, Coterie, Hello Bello, Honest, all of them either vocally or financially support abortion. In fact, Coterie, which is one of the most premium diapers money can buy, came out after the overturning of Roe v. Wade with the Dobbs decision last year and said, and I quote, our team feels lost without abortion. Hello Bello, one of the great diaper makers that has uh, uh, caught some waves with uh, the mom audience in the United States and sort of the middle tier uh, in terms of, of income level. They came out last year after the Dobbs decision with their overturning Roe v. Wade and announced that they would be contributing finances, $4,000 to any of their employees who wanted abortion. So what we decided to do my wife and I just had our first child 11 months ago. We said, well, this is close to home. Let's create a diaper brand that very clearly and unequivocally states with conviction that no matter where you're from, no matter what you look like, no matter your background, socioeconomic status, every life is a miracle and is worth protecting and celebrating. So we created the nation's only diaper company at everylife.com that creates high-performing diapers and wipes for every little miracle. We're pro-life and pro-family, and we like to put our money where our mouth is. Everylife.com and also Public Square or PublicSQ.com. Go and download the app. Go to the website Everylife.com and go and get all this stuff. It, it, listen, these are goods and products that are not pushing some whacked out left agenda down your throat. And I'm so glad that Michael Seifert is in charge of this. Uh, Michael, thanks a lot for our partnership. Thanks a lot for what you do. And hopefully you'll continue to grow. And let's talk again soon, okay? Joe, thank you so much for having me on. Good to see you. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. We appreciate Michael coming on. You want to find out more about Public SQ, go to my LinkedIn. It's uh, linked, not LinkedIn, my, my link tree, linktree.com slash Joe Pags, linktree.com slash Joe Pags, and click on Public SQ. 
Much more to come. Michael Franzese next hour as well. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.